Y'all know the name of the show. It's Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. And what do guys do when they talk sports at the bar? They drink beer. So if you want to buy us a beer, you can Venmo us. The Venmo is at Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. Again? Just where are you going? Where are you going? You're not going to the bar again, are you? You like hanging out, drinking beer at the bar, talking sports? Come on out and join us weekly. Guys at the Bar Talking Sports, your podcast for just that. Hanging out, drinking some beer, talking sports. Are you really doing season four of that stupid podcast? Hey, joining us to another week of Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. Bunch of guys hanging out at the bar drinking beer. MJ's Bar and Grill in Columbia, South Carolina. If you ever want to join us and you're listening and you're in the area, come on down and stop by. We do have a humongous crowd tonight listening to us. And uh, always fun to have people come out. Lines out the door. Lines out the door, baby. That's right. Stay tuned as we discuss a bunch of new stuff. I'm getting off the college football train, but we're going to talk a little bit about Heisman, right? We're going to talk a little bit about more college football sports or football, but then we're going to get into some college basketball, and then we're going to turn the page to NFL football for a few weeks, all right? And that's going to start tonight. Is that okay with everybody here? Yes. All right, because I know everybody's been begging me to do NFL at some point during the season as well. And the Just, loudest of them all decided to go play Polunko or Chipinko or whatever, whatever she's called. playing. Yeah, she <laughs> said she's all about the free food and it. drinks. I think it's called Pikachu. So there you go. So, um, so feel free to feel free to share the show with your friends. Um, we have a Facebook group as well. You can join it. It's Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. Uh, if you really like the show a lot, just give us a share to your friends and give us a five-star rating review. The whole nine yards, that's what we like. And then if you really, really like the show to the point where you want to contribute to our alcoholism, you can do that. And that is by... It, and to my man Chief's non-alcoholism over here, his lime habit, Watery lime and green. lemon habit. Yeah, you can do that by Venmoing us at guys in the park talking sports is the Venmo handle, and uh, you can do that, and then we will drink a round on you, and we would appreciate that. So let's get some introductions in. We got a smaller crowd here tonight, but we do that. You know what? To me, some of the best shows we do are when we have a smaller group of us, right? And we do have. One returning champion over here, the fisherman himself, wearing his ripping fishing hat. Ripper the predictor. What are you drinking, Ripper? I am drinking a copper amber ale. Copper amber ale. Is it good? It is good. Okay. I'm going to have another one. Excellent. This is your boy, Hanger, and I'm drinking a Sierra Big Little Thing IPA, and I do not think it's that good. You like those big little things, don't you? Hey, Hanger. The the bigger the better, baby. The bigger the better. Hanger, I'm not one to comment on on garb or outfits, but do you happen to have a Werther's original on you right now? Oh, you don't like my shirt? Little Kerrigan, a little uh, little, little Cheritol in your pocket. (laughs) You gonna drink scotch and cognac when you get home? Smoke a cigar? I might have a sip of cognac, yes. Yeah, VSOP, man. Yes, only the good stuff. Maybe some scotch. I did just buy two bottles of scotch today. Oh, you like to taste the dirt. Without without reaching the planter, throw it in your mouth, it it tastes the same. If if you drink a 12-year-old scotch, you're not going to It tastes like 12-year-old dirt. (laughs) 
I, I mean, yeah, you're a single, bourbon guy. Good, good single malt is good. Yeah, I could set three. I could set three glasses of whiskey in front of you. One bourbon, a scotch, and like a Highland Scotch and like a, a Lagavulin or something like that. And uh, and that's from the Isle of Lay, I believe. And if you drank, if you did it blind, you would be able to tell which one is which. But you would like all three of them. I guarantee you, man. I've heard that story, song, and dance before, and it all tastes like dirt. But by all means, I'll be glad to try. But this is not a whiskey show. This is a sports <laughs> show. So let's turn the page on that. And what are you drinking there, my man, the Rebel Hall? Makers and Diet, as a always. Little dirt and Diet? Yeah, that's it. Dirt and Diet. <laughs> all right. And then we have the Chief. You got a new name for that? Yeah, it's just... You don't have anything new for that? It's just ice water with lime. With a twist Kiss of, of the gods. A twist, twist of the lemon. gods. There you go. It will be later. <laughs> so last weekend. Last weekend was the Army-Navy game. Nothing too exciting, right? I mean, we knew Army was going to win. They're just a better team overall. Um, Sounds good. It was yeah, just like slightly more exciting than uh, Florida State playing Louisville. And I say slightly because the height... The uh, Army won by 17 to 11. Yeah, yeah I mean, it wasn't, I mean, nothing to, it was. The, well, is there, is there a more symbolic football game where the pageantry and the symbolism of the game mean more than the actual game does? Yeah, like every year, this is what yeah. I see, the, the, the meme that says the only game where everyone playing it is willing to die for the people yeah. watching it or something. That's true. You know? I mean, so. the, last, the last time one of those teams was, like, truly competitive and relevant, and I don't mean squeaking into the top 25. 1940s. Probably so. Yeah, 40s, so, 50s, so again, they play the game for all the right reasons. So you watch it. It's not for, You don't watch that for quality football. Let's put it to you like that. You watch it because there's not another football game. <laughs> That's why they play it when they Because there's it. no other football game on, yeah. Exactly. It's America's game. America's game, baby. All right, so... Um, also, that evening at 8 o'clock, they started the Heisman Trophy show, right? So, um, Jaden Daniels wins it. I think, I, I said he was going to win it just because of the pure numbers, and I think all of us kind of agreed that that was most likely the case. Which was supposed to happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, did they choose the right guy, Ripper? Yeah, I mean, it, it's really hard to argue with his performance across the entire season. Um Besides the fact that he is What I like about this year is in the eyes of the voters, it wasn't about the best player on the best team, clearly, because LSU's got three losses. So I think the Heisman should be the best player in college football, and I think that's what they believe they voted for this year. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, every so often it's the it's a player from a team that's no, not I mean, really dominant. More often than not, the last twenty years, it's been the best player on the best team. It seems. Yeah. Or the one that got the most media hype surrounding them, like last year. Right. So how did no. Mariota ever win? He put up stats that year, though. I know, but West Coast. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, but Oregon had a really dominant team that year. They yeah, were, the, they were in the playoffs. They did. Oh, they made it to the, uh, the championship game. Yeah, they did. That's right. So I mean, no, they got it right. I mean, supposed to be the best player. Best player won. Yep. I mean, that's kind of cut and dry. It was going to be way more argumentative if he didn't win. Um, again, they got it right, unlike last year. I think he had better numbers than Burrow. They were close. Yeah. Yeah, he had 4,938 yards or something like that. He had 50 touchdowns that were accountable towards him. 40 of those were passing, 10 of them were receiving. Oh, no, I, I rushing, said, so. I made the comment. I said, you take him and put him on that LSU National Championship team that Burrow had, 
he might do exactly the same thing because Burrow was just stacked all the way around both sides of the ball. I mean, again, that's the greatest college football team ever assembled, in my opinion. You put Daniels on that team, as long as he can keep it straight between the ears, they won a national championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So better than last year's Georgia team? That was a pretty good team, man. No, man, that, that LSU team, again, I'd, I'd stack them against any football team. In, in, in. I feel like that was the first year we were doing the guys the Marlock in sports, and we were all about mid, mid-November. mid We were like, who's this guy Burrow? You know, we couldn't even remember his name. I remember that. transfer from that terrible team up north. Yeah, yeah I wasn't here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were not I've here. I've been blaming him all season long. <laughs> all right, so... I've been keeping an eye on this transfer portal. I've also been keeping an eye on all of the um, the, the commits and all that on 24-7 sports or whatever. And uh, looking at this transfer portal, here's my thoughts on it. I want to get y'all's thoughts as well, okay? So you're looking at the top 40 or 50 of the 1,200 or so, and they're good players. They're all full, five. There's one five-star in there. A couple, bunch of four stars, then a ton of three stars. Then you get past about the 60th, 70th player or so. Not a lot of talent. I mean, talent maybe, but these are guys that are just looking to play. But besides those 40 or 50 or so, I don't see much else in there, you know? So is this a place, what what are y'all's thoughts on it? Is this a place to pick your team, or is this a place just to grab a person here and there? Both, both, and throw NIL into the equation. Yeah, I mean, it... Transfer portal right now is as I'm semi going through this. It's kind of ruining the whole recruiting process for these kids because if you have a need, you are left with a decision: do you go get an 18-year-old that you gotta acclimate to the speed, the physicality of college football that's coming out of high school, or you go get a guy who maybe just didn't get the opportunity he wanted, that's already been there, done it, knows the rigors of it, and you you know you plug and play. Um, what you're seeing now with these colleges, especially with the pressure to win immediately and what have you done for me lately they're going to the portal first and then they backfill the holes with kids coming out of high school and so therefore you've just got i mean the high school gets screwed royally in this whole deal it is not even close but then what you've got is what's in the portal is you're right basically now i think most of those kids going into the portal and those top people you're talking about they aren't leaving. Look at the Ohio State quarterback. He's not leaving over playing time. He's he, leaving because he was forced out. Yeah, or you got a kid that played for a smaller school that had great numbers. Oh, i got to go get paid. Let me go get to this big school that's got all this money to throw around. That's where the NIL starts to filter in this. What people are losing and what I don't think these kids are understanding. You can go in the portal. doesn't mean you get picked up. And most schools, good for the coaches, are, if you go into that portal, don't come high-telling back if you don't get picked up. So, I mean – there was a kid, I meant to bring the name of last year. He was a big recruit. He thought he was. He went to the portal. He ended up going to North Texas. He left a power five into the North Texas because nobody picked him up. And he ain't getting paid. And now he's playing for a small group of five schools. Yes. So the quarterback that played for Florida in the last game against Florida State, um, something Brown, Dylan Brown or something like that, um, he left Florida to go play for University of Charlotte, right? Yeah. Um, big name program to a small program. But he was a three-star out of college three-star in the portal, uh, but I look at like someone like Trevor Etienne, who's a four-star talent, great running back. Look at I, I think he's looking to get paid yeah. where he's not going to yeah. get paid at Florida because we're going to be bringing in some some bigger talent. Well, well. and then the thing with the, the, the quarterback in Florida, look, they're not regulating this. It's the Wild West, so he didn't start there. He was a backup. He got to play in there late because of injuries, what have you. 
He transfers to Charlotte. He's now at a group of five school. He puts up big numbers. Guess what he can do the next year? He can transfer out of there again and get back to a power five and get paid. It's almost like, let me take a step back, add my stats, impress somebody, and let's go do it again. Right, but the second transfer he's going to have to sit out on. They, no, they've got so many waivers and ways around that. And I mean, all these kids that have bounced around two or three times, they're not sitting out years. Right, but they got a ton of waivers because of the pandemic, but that those are going away. Supposed to go away. They haven't gone away yet. That's the problem. Yeah, I don't think that they go. I don't think it's Walker, North Carolina. Yeah, and he ended up getting to play. And so, then he got injured, but. Correct. So, quit. But he didn't get to play until the fourth game. Sorry. That's fine. So, I, I see a few different ways to look at this. One, for some kids, it's their dream to play college football because they know they're not going to get any farther than that. And they might find themselves in a unique position to have an opportunity to go get some playing time, maybe even start. So that that's good for some of those people. But for the majority, like you were talking about, Hanger, what else do we have to compete with right now? You've got brand new recruits that are national signing days like a week away, the first one, then you got another one like two weeks. Those are scholarship spots that are going to be taken up. So if those individuals in the transfer portal don't do something soon, they're going to get left behind. They're not going to get that roster spot potentially. That's what you're missing about this. It ain't about scholarships anymore. Scholarships drove it. Oh, we don't have a scholarship spot. That's okay. I got a $2 million NIL deal over here. You can pay for your school. So that's what you're seeing yeah. is the scholarships are being used on the on the non-premier players because they're going to make enough coin to pay for it. Their walk-ons are going to be paying to go to school. So that's the thing. And, and it, it's, 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 they, they don't know how to rein it in yet. That's the problem. The NIL's out of control. The transfer portal's out of control. The one, the transfer stuff was fine. It worked perfectly. You get penalized a year if you decide you're going to jump shit. You had to have, you forced you a little bit of loyalty. It forced you to make a good, informed decision about where you should go to school. Now it's take one. If I don't like it, I'll move on. And, again, it's – it's. But I, I'm looking at Georgia. They have 20 – I think they have 24, 25 commits in the – for their for their for the next class in the 2024 class, right? 24, 25 commits. Florida has 20. Uh, Florida State has 21 or 22. Like that's a that's a lot of people to move into your roster, and then you can only pick and choose who you want on the portal as well at that point. Because how many players can a team take on every year? 25 or 30 at most. But you got to keep in mind it's a, it's a numbers game. So you look at South Carolina; they can bring on 28. They just lost 17. To the portal that moved on. So yeah, but how many people? Are, how many people are going to be moving moving into the team as that were seniors in high school this year, and then they're going to be moving on the team? They, they probably have. I mean, I think South Carolina probably has eighteen or nineteen commits already. Lots of three stars. I think they have one five star and some four stars. So, in my opinion: if you're in that top five percent of player out of high school, nothing's going to change for you. You'll be exactly. Everything will work exactly how it's worked for decades. Once you get outside of that. You got to hurry up and wait. You know, you go out there, you impress. The portal, the portal opens up, and then you're going to sit and wait to see if they want to dive into that first. I think the first thing they need to do with the portal is change to where it does not coincide with high school recruiting. To where they don't, you can't, you you, you risk if you don't take the high school kid because you're going to go into the portal. You're running the risk of losing a really good high school kid. They, they can't. They, they don't need to allow them to overlap at all. And they're overlapping right now. Yeah, they need to have the portal yeah. at the end of the season. Correct. Do the spring portal only. Correct. Spring portal. Okay. I mean, it would kind of make sense because it's not like they're going to just jump on a plane and fly out to, out well, to wherever and they now they, and play. Then you'll know who your high school commits are too. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and another thing, a lot of the head coaches were just bashing, you know, the portal when it first really started to open up. Now you see they're using it as a kind of a cut your roster down to open up those new slots. Um, they're doing it out of necessity, not because they want to. I mean, again, whether well, you like the rules or you don't, if you're going to survive, you better learn to play with them. I mean, if you're a head coach and you recruit somebody and then you sign them and then he gets here and he's like, well, that's not really what I thought he was. He's not the, the best character. He's not the best fit for the culture I'm trying to establish here. What are you Why saying? not? You're saying college football players don't have character. I'm saying some, just like <laughs> some people. Yeah, like, like me. I'm being sarcastic. So... So look at if you look at Colorado, Colorado right now, they've taken up like eight people from the portal. They're the they have the most people out of the portal so far. Most of the big name schools, SEC teams even, don't have anyone. Alabama, Georgia, Florida, um, Auburn has one player. South Carolina has one or two players, maybe. No, they don't even have any players either. Tennessee doesn't have any players out of the portal right now. Ohio um, State's got sixteen. No, no, he's saying it has no, signed out of the signed portal. out of the signed portal. Out of so, okay, yeah, so most of the big name schools. I mean, typically, you're looking at three to five. Yeah, but most of those big-name schools so far haven't signed anybody, whereas Colorado, I mean, Dion went out there and just snapped up seven or eight people real fast. Yeah, but he had a need. Oh, of course he had a need. He he went out and got some guys on the offensive line, is what I've heard. Um, hopefully helped them out on that offensive line. But did he make a snap decision? Should he be building – this is what I'm getting at. Should he be building from recruiting at a high school rather than trying to snap people up out of the Well, court? he wants to win now. Why? Usually, Why? Why? Because he's put that pressure on him. No. Who no. Why? No. I already know what you're going to go Because he wants to get it, win it, and off he goes to an SEC school. You can't go You can't go 4-8 and eight in Colorado two or three years in a row and expect Auburn to come calling or Alabama to come calling when they have a coach base. Right. Well, They're not going to do it. I mean – I, not just because of the SEC or potential. Four, four. I mean, he he's building his own coaching legacy right now. He has turned around a program. He hasn't turned he it turned around. He won, he won four, four games, games this season. That's a well, I'm not talking about Colorado. increase over the previous year. Jackson State? Yes. And, I'm, I'm just saying, yeah, at, a, at a much smaller level. Now okay. he's trying to do this at the Division One level. And then if he can have some success after a couple, two, three years, yeah, absolutely. Does it need to be a... If he goes 8-4... and four, He's gone. Right, but I'm saying, if he goes 8-4, and four, he went, he took a, a, what was it, 1-10? 1-11. 1-11, took him to 4-8, and eight, and then goes 8-4, and four, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. 8-4 and, and he's gone, you think? Yes. I mean, yeah. that's not... That's barely a turnaround as of well, it. I, mean, I guess you go from 1-11 and What else, and what else will he bring to that university? The lots of exposure. Exposure, well, yeah. Lots well, the of other money. thing with him that I'm interested to see long term, this is kind of digressing for a second, is the uh, the polish is starting to get a little tarnished as some of these players he threw out and how he went about conducting his business. Oh, did you see that interview? That yeah. I mean, everybody thought he, you know, he's this this guy about the kids and. The, no, he's he didn't even shake that guy's hand. Correct. I mean, insane, so, man. So he, the, the the popularity, the Dion train, starting to get a little bit lighter because they're coming to find out he kind of is the asshole everybody used to think he is. Truth be known. I mean, you could you could talk a good game, but when it really comes down to your character, is what you do behind closed doors when no one's watching. Correct. And that's that's exactly where that. That interview showed me yeah. where his true character is. And the thing is, the thing is, it's shake not, the kid's if hand. That, if, that, if that was one kid, you go, "Oh, he just is bitter." You start to hear more of that stuff coming out about how he ran those kids off out there, and you're just kind of like, "Look, he's well within his right to do it." Every scholarship's a one-year contract, 
but do it with integrity. Do it with some, with some dignity and some integrity. And yeah. say, hey, man, you're just not what I'm looking for here. Let me help you get somewhere else. No, he's like, get out, get your crap. I don't care what happens to you. That's just, that's just rough, man. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> those kids dropped everything to come to Colorado to play football for him. Or not for him, for that team. And then he comes in there and gives them a boot in a rude, I kinda really blame, I kind of blame the administration a little bit because they, they ought to have been like, Again, I know what you're doing. I'm not saying it's wrong. Pump the brakes a little bit do, there. Do, do it, do it the right way. <laughs> now on the on the portal thing, he went out and got like 45, 50 people from the, of the portal last season. It didn't do them that much good this season. I mean, I bet if he came back with the same team last year that he that he had last year and came in and played, I bet he probably could have won three or four games that way. The too. team that was there. Oh yeah. Nah, they were bad. One more year of experience. No, they were bad. Okay. They were real bad. <laughs> okay, so let's say they won two games that season, though, right? All right, so he just doubled their win total? Doubled their win total. No, but that's not success. You know, maybe part of his not reaching some of his initial goals is in his first year at Colorado is because it was an actual up year for the Pac-12. Maybe that had something to do with him only winning four games as opposed to six and get into a bowl game. You, you might be right on that because they had, I mean, they. I think they had five teams that were undefeated halfway through the season. Yeah. Washington, Washington State, Oregon, Oregon State. Arizona came on yeah. late. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, maybe. That, that could be. I mean, it might have just been an off season for them. But USC going, looked good, what, the first two weeks? <laughs> yeah, but they're going to the Big 12 next season. Um, you're losing two of the bigger players, Oklahoma, Texas, out of the Big 12. But it's still going to be relatively competitive over there. Um, you're talking about the Big 12, not big, the Pac-12. We have the Big Pac-12's 12. Pac-12's done. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, Colorado's gonna, going to the Big 12 next Did you? Uh, the Big 12's going to be competitive. <laughs> I digress for a second again. Did you see Shadur? They asked him and said, if you could build the perfect quarterback, and they said arm strength, speed, IQ, and it went down like this laundry list of like six criteria. He named himself in three of them. Hey, where do you think he gets that self-confidence from? That, no, that's not self-confidence. That's, that's arrogance. Yeah, he that's named arrogance. himself. Like, IQ, he named himself. I'm like, Peyton Manning. You know, no. I'm smarter quarterback. I mean, basically he said, I'm the smartest quarterback that's ever played. I mean, game. they're already saying, I've already heard it said that this guy, they're building they're building a line around this guy for, or for the 2024 Heisman tr- Trophy winner. We're building the line for the 2024 Heisman Trophy winner, which good confidence to say that I guess you got to speak it into existence. It's kind of like one of those things from like that movie, The Secret, back in the day. Oh yeah. But come you on, say it, make man. it happen. Say it, make it happen. But then again, don't be a jerk when you don't make it happen, right? Moving on, I got my church prime talking. Um, so, does a team build better through the portal or through high school recruiting? Then, what are our thoughts? It- it's your coach's uh, philosophy. Dion's just to win now and and not build players. It's go get what's proven and not. What here's what I think you're going to find in the in the Power Fives. It's going to be very portal uh, dominated in terms of how they build their teams. You get down to the group of five, they're going to the high school because they know they're not going to grab these big premier. You know, they're not going to get the five and four stars out of high school. They might get some threes. So they want to come and build out of high school and take it from there to where once they can keep them around. The problem is now, though, the way this is, the group of five have come to minor leagues. They have one or two good years, and they're going to get their money. Again, this thing comes back around to NIL every time we have this conversation. Which which is the power five are going to be 
work in the portal because they pull a kid with two yep. two years eligibility that's proven. I mean, himself. it was a near and dear to me. It was a big deal that Appalachian State's quarterback, who led the was fourth in the country in total touchdowns this year, threw forty four touchdowns, came back to App State. He's already said he's coming back, but yet he cuts a commercial about how they need to be funding uh, funding their uh, NIL uh, concept up there. He did basically a promo. To send some money to the NIL con- collective up here. I, I think you build, you know, a team through recruiting, but the emphasis now is going to be much more on retention than it than it ever has been for college head, head coaches. I mean, that is such an important piece is the retention side because more so than ever. Yeah, the the, 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 the for example, for me, I look at I, I follow everything Florida, right? So I'm looking at the Florida fans. And when ETN made a decision to leave, they're like, oh, Billy Napier's losing the house. He can't keep anyone around. He lost two players that had stars beside their name, and that was it. Two players. They're like, oh, he lost his entire recruiting class from last year. That's the way that the fans were seeing it. But I was looking, I'm like, he didn't lose that many. And I imagine most programs did not lose a bunch of five, four, three-star players. They probably lost a bunch of guys that were just just trying to find a place that they're going to play football at. I think NIL actually could work with the transfer portal, and that is think about if uh, if I've got a, a four-star, five-star recruit, and we structure their NIL deal in such a way that leaving means they got to go find another, a better deal. They, yeah, I guess you know, like yeah. like in your freshman year, it's worth X, but maybe it's worth two X or three X in your sophomore year. It's worth even more in your junior year. Keep them for three years. Are there no rules around the way that this is formed out or shaping not, up? No, or there's what? rules are just not being enforced. Well, there's very all. few rules. No, the but the rules they they do have some there, but nobody's nobody's paying attention to it. But to your point with recruiting, the difference is now, and, I, and, and you're going to start seeing these, you're not going to see longevity in coaching anymore. They have to recruit every year. It's not retention. They have to re-recruit players that they've already recruited they're to get them to stay. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. it, goes back, it goes back into how much well, can I retention. kiss your ass? I mean, I'm stay willing here. to bet you. The retention is keep them there for the right. This is I need to re-recruit you. I need to go do the whole damn thing. Yeah, so – December. Feels like military all over again. <laughs> End of November happens. The last game for for Shane Beamer's team. Last game for Billy Napier's team. Last game for a lot of these coaches, right? That are that are trying to keep those guys around. And December is all about try to keep these guys from hitting the portal. You yep. know, kiss yep. some tail, kiss some ass, and make sure that these guys stay around and do that re-recruiting side of it. Um, and, and then on top of that, you're trying to figure out, okay, how do we wine and dine these five, five and four stars that we have coming to our school this this month as well to keep somebody else from leaving as well? You know, what I mean, well, it's crazy. I don't think it's going to make it harder. Didn't they say five out of the last seven Heisman Trophy winners were transfers? Were transfers? So now you're showing it's proven to work. Yeah. These kids. I mean, yeah. so they're they're. They, I mean, they're. If it ain't working here, I can go over there and win a Heisman. Until they rein it in, That's man. What this is, right this is the Wild West. Now in the NIL, I've heard that they're trying that they're that the NCAA has some things in place right now to try to figure out how to pay the players as well to kind of rein in the NIL side no, of it. Let's see, here's where they're stupid. You can't rein in the NIL. Oh, you can. You can. It's, it's, no, they're basically saying now that that's called what it is. It's the school to pay them to play. Right. But, but here's the problem you're going to run into. See, with NIL name, image, likeness, exactly. this basically means you took a job. You took a job, you met certain requirements, you got paid. The schools start paying people, 
now you run into Title IX. If you're going to pay the football team, you better be paying the women's equestrian team and stuff like this, or you get sideways. And it has to be equivalent. Equivalent. It can't be. It can't be gauged based off revenue. It's if I pay you a thousand, I got to pay the women's volleyball team a thousand. Okay. I think thirty thousand yeah. is what I heard. I mean, I'm just saying this. And Marvin Harrison might make twenty million if he correct. stays at Ohio State next year. Is that really going to happen? Do you think? I mean, that's. I saw twenty to twenty-five million a, right the now. The only good thing about NIL is it good players in school. Exactly. Yeah. No, it keeps the good players playing football in school. Yeah. The, the 25 <laughs> Not in 30 that, that, can, that can generate that much revenue, I guess, or generate that much excitement for their teams. But I can't imagine there's more than one player per team in the in the SEC or in the Power 5 but hey, if, if, I mean, if they, a bunch of money. If they put it down to the schools, you know, what if you got these state schools? I mean, is the governor going to get involved in some of this? Well, again, the problem you got there is you've already got some of these academias who hate athletics on a right. college campus, and now they're like, you don't pay the teachers, but you'll pay these kids to come up here and play a sport. I mean, it opens a can of worms that is just But think dumb. about this. I mean, you got DeSantis Look, already, you know. Let's say you're the governor of Florida since you mentioned this. Right. Do you want to put, do you want to put uh, rules in a wall around NIL and Georgia and Louisiana and Alabama don't have those same rules? Hell oh, no. no. It gives your team, the, the teams in Florida will have a huge Ohio doesn't want to give Michigan an advantage. No, Michigan no, I'm saying, but if, I mean, this was proposed by the NCAA president. Probably well, won't pass, but I'm just saying that's what he had suggested and proposed. The, the NCAA allowed NIL or Loud did not fight it to the Supreme Court because they saw how irrelevant they were becoming with these super conferences. They're now trying another straw to stay relevant. Well, how the NIL finally shakes out is in three to five years, once a lot of these contracts run out, they tell the NCAA to stick at the Power Four conferences or Power Three, ever how it shakes out, go, we're going to live by our own rules. We're going to determine our rules. They're all three going to get together and go, look, we've got to have some we got to have some right. construct around this, or we're all going to end up just screwing ourselves right. every year. Let's set the rules and run, take but, it and go with it. But here's the deal. Name, image, likeness cannot be controlled by the schools or the conferences. It is a direct contract between a player and whoever is paying them for their name, image, and likeness. A lot of that contract stuff is happening, though, through the boosters at the schools. Well, and, and that's the other thing, too, is it's supposed to be just that. But, again, they're not enforcing it. The problem yeah, the you got is... The NCAA can put restrictions, but if you were a football player and I own a manufacturer that makes floor mats and I want to put you on a commercial... Yeah, it's and a contract. I want to give you $10 million. I need some money. I'll take five. Pay you five to do a but commercial. The, but the point being NCAA is, and the school can't do squat. The the thing with that though is two things. You're right. One though, people are saying they're going to do that, and then they don't make them fulfill their obligations. Okay. Uh, Number two is you have these collectives that basically you funnel money in that, and these collectives that, pay the players. That's where that's it's pay to play. You know, yeah. if Johnny Manziel were playing during the days of NIL, he would have died before he got drafted. Yeah, oh, yeah, he destroyed everything he could. Oh, my God. Oh, it would have been insane. Yeah, I just watched that uh, documentary on him. He would have been the first college football player getting NIL from the cartel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the Mexican drug cartel. So that him sponsored. He gets paid in lines. <laughs> yeah, he gets paid in lines before the game. Gee, <laughs> off, of, off of a stripper's ass. <laughs> 
one of his know. many. So not a family show anymore? No, we, we've decided to, <laughs> we, without Chopper here, we've decided to run it to the gutter, baby. <laughs> but hide the kids. It's going to get bad. That's All right. It. Hide the kids. All right. So, um, you know what? Let's turn the page on college football for a little while. Bob Seeger. I do want to bring up what one. What else is there? I do want to bring up one other thing, though, is that we have the bowl mania pool going on right now. True story. If anyone's listening, they could participate. We literally, have, I think we have four hundred dollars in that pool right now. I mean, I did pay you. I was gonna say, I still owe you. Yeah, I did you, you paid me. Yep. I did. Let's so see if I have any Venmo bucks. Yeah, I think we have. I told you that. Here's here's fifteen bucks for you to stop molesting the dog next door. Whatever twenty five <laughs> times fifteen is. That's how much we have, and I don't know math, so um, that's how much is in the pool right now. I'd like to get that thing up to a thousand, but I don't know that's gonna happen. That'd be like um, probably 60, 70 people, and that that might be too much for me to manage. But if that's the case, join it if you want to. It's fun. I got a load times. from Venmo Bucks, you buddy. Need, you need 66 people to get it to 1,000. Yeah. Ripper, did you already get into this pool? No, I got to get. I gotta load my Venmo with some money. I don't even see Craig in there. I, I'll talk Either, to Either, so. I'll talk to Who's Your Daddy. Oh, no, Who's Your Daddy is wrong in there. With you? He was one of the first ones in. I do not see... Chief in there you either. You never so. see me in there. Well, I, did have, I did have a listener the other day ask me, says, how the hell did you get the name Rebel? Like a long story. They're a party rebel. <laughs> party <laughs> rebel. <laughs> yep. And then they're like, oh, I see, I see the, I, I, I can see it. Barney Rebel. Okay. I'll, t- I'll tell you where my entry fee went. Clemson University. I'll see it. All right. Well, that's fine. You might be able to pay for some books if you win it. See what I'm saying? But <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Turning the page on college football for a few minutes. And let's move on to some, uh, I'm going to skip, should I skip the basketball because we only have a. What? Hey, you, you, All right, we're going to go with the, the, the a cursory review. <laughs> let's do a cursory review of basketball. College basketball. Last week, Ripper was not here, but I said in the question, is there one team that's standing out as dominant in Rebels? Like, oh yeah, Arizona, right? And guess who's ranked number one in the country? Yeah. Team to watch. We have Clemson, we have Ole Miss, both undefeated right now as of yesterday. I don't know if they're still, because one of them might have had a game. But obviously both of those teams are beatable. I mean, yep. it's it's not even conference games going on right now. Um, how do you think conference play will affect these teams, though? These these ones that are looking good, like Clemson. They're playing in the ACC. That's a t- tough place to play. ACC, ACC to basketball is SEC football. Okay? Yeah. I mean, and they're back this year. They have five in the top 25. Yeah, they are. And, I mean, but they're going to – the ACC is going to lose some games here and there. Yeah. But when, when the, the cream rises to the top, as it, as it always does every year, and they're right there. Are we going to be looking at Duke and North Carolina? No, not Duke, but North Carolina's top ten. Yeah. Duke could get it figured out. They're a good team. Begrudges me to say that. They were a really good team. They just – I don't know what their problem is right now. I mean, right second-year coach. Yeah, maybe. But talent-wise, I mean, they had to get the preseason uh, possible player of the year, you know, down there, sophomore, and I can't even say his freaking name. Kapowski or whatever his name is. Okay. Um, Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, that's it. No, but the, the thing is, this, get to, easier to, use, to use Chopper's reference when it comes to college basketball, it's early. It's a lot of games. It's fun to talk about and, right now. And unlike football, where you do see occasionally an undefeated yeah. season or a one-loss team at the end of the you, you don't do see that in college basketball. basketball. Well, college basketball is great. You can lose some games. You can lose some games. I mean, yeah, because they have a tournament. Get, get into the tournament. I mean, just get to the tournament. It's kind of their mantra now. Just get in play yeah. your and let it play out. All I know we is just need to get, we just game. need to stick it in a little bit. That's it. It may you be know, we just, just need to get in. It may be December, but watch out for Tom Izzo in March. 
Oh, absolutely. Oh, Michigan State? Yep, every year. Oh, yeah. And who every you don't year. ever want to be worried about is Tennessee because – Tennessee's Rick, doing well. No, they're not. Rick Barnes cannot win the big one. He couldn't win it at Clemson. He couldn't win it at Texas with Durant and um, – I can never remember the other – the guard down there. Tennessee, they're going to be good. E.J. Augustine. Augustine. They'll get into the tournament, Rich but they will not win it. I'm proud of you. So. I mean, the SEC has some – I mean, Ole Miss is undefeated. But then you, you have the staple players as well. Alabama, I think they're 8-3 and three or something like that. Got knocked right. off by the Ohio State University. They, well, but is Ohio did, State looking good this year? Not bad, but they just lost to Penn State. You, they, they blew a 17-point lead. To give you so. some idea, Ole Miss is undefeated. They're not ranked. Yeah. Because they haven't played anybody. They haven't played anybody. <laughs> because – it, there, there's one tournament in the very beginning that plays a lot of the top ten teams, right? Remember the Champions Tournament or something like that? But um, I will say, it begrudges me to say this. It, uh, it makes me want to puke, but I'll give credit where it's due. At the end of the football season, James Madison's ranked in the football top 25 yeah. and the basketball top 25. Oh, JMU was 20 and this I'm week, like, I think. Poor fella. Want to puke, but, you know. You don't oh. like James Madison? Huh? You don't like James the Madison Pukes? University? No. You know Mitch went there. I do know Mitch went there. Okay. <laughs> he reminds me every time they beat App State. I'm like, oh, man, take your ass does? up the road. I don't want to hear it. That's y'all's thing, though, whenever y'all play. But he's easy, you know. I had to give him a little bit this year, and I was very glad of that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, UConn's looking pretty good right now. Yeah, as always. Can yeah, they, they, can they have a two, Can they win again the national championship? You called it early last year. I, I called it. When, as Could soon they? as it starts. Actually, I called it halfway through the season. Right. I think in February I was saying they're going to win. So this is one where NIL is kind of a cool thing for college basketball. Okay. Because Kennedy's kids jumping ship after one or two years. They're staying in college basketball. So actually the quality of college basketball is kind of going up. You think so? Bit. Yeah. Because, again, these kids that would normally dip after their freshman year, they're sticking around, too. I mean, North Carolina last year, granted they way underperformed, brought back their entire starting five from their national championship run. Yeah. And then this crazy. year I think they brought back three starters from last year's team. And, I mean, it's college basketball is reaping good benefits, but you're not seeing – the difference is you're not seeing basketball portal jumps the way you do in football. It's just not occurring. Why? I don't know. Well, it's, it's a smaller group of players. You got what twelve players and a twelve, thirteen you have, players. You have more teams. Like you have, you have schools like UConn. UConn in football, but UConn in basketball. But yeah. UConn in basketball. But now start thinking about that. Like uh, Big East. You don't hear about Big East football schools, but you hear about Big East in basketball. You know. You know. He's not here tonight, but. I think he would probably agree with me when I say this. The team that I'm watching the rest of the season to probably make a run all the way, Houston. Yeah. Houston, yeah. They last season good. they were good. They've been lingering they around good. for a couple years. Were they, they a one seed last year? Or yes. Year before so, that? Yeah. The, the, the difference with Houston is last year they were running guns, small, shoot lights out, so if they couldn't hit a three ball, they lost. They did. They beat everybody. They actually got a little size this year where they can actually get a few rebounds here and there. Houston is a not a bad pick. They can play. So getting back to your NIL pitch on, on college basketball, do teams like Purdue and Indiana, which 
have always had good teams, but they're not like running the gauntlet anymore, right? Yeah. Do those teams that have that fan base that's older that remembers the glory days, do those types of fan base start donating those teams so they can start getting those bigger NIL deals for these guys, or what? I mean, they're getting some solid players already. They it's, do, it's, yeah. It's, but it's, do they... possi- it's possible, but to give you an example, the National Player of the Year last year was that big kid for Purdue. He's preseason Player of the Year again this year. He plays for Purdue. He could have easily jumped ship and gone to Duke, North Carolina, UCLA, Texas, where they got all this money. He's still at Purdue. And he's probably still making decent money at Purdue. But it solidifies those teams like Kentucky. Like Duke. You don't need as much to go around on yeah. a basketball team. You don't. You need, yeah, you you have five starters, right? So, I mean, it's not like you're going to have to sit there and pay that many people. Correct. Make some million, bro. So, so it's one of those things of NIL keeping the quality basketball in. I think that's about the only positive you ever hear me say about it is college basketball quality. Well, now, what the negative of that is, it was there. You basically had the one and dunners, and you had the um, uh, you had the uh, butlers of the world who had these kids that played together for four years. Yeah. That's how they competed. Well, that kind of starting to squander down again because again, now you got really good players staying there for three and four years. Uh, Gordon again. Hayward. Yes, sir. Still, oh, why did he hit that shot at half court? I want to hear that deep no, garbage. Right. Anyway, go ahead. What's the, what's the strongest conference to play in in college basketball right now? ACC. ACC. All, all day, every day. Every year. Well, I don't know. I mean, North Carolina's down a little bit. Duke's definitely well, down. North Carolina's number 10. From where they have been traditionally, where have they been in the last three years? Yeah, the last three years. Three years down ago, a they made national, well, they won the national championship. championship. Yeah. Now they came in second. And then, then they sucked two years ago. Two and years ago, and then this year they got this year to rank number nine in the country. Yeah, well, we've only played ten games. To the point, the ACC is always there at the end of the year. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, ACC. I mean, Big East is has a lot of good teams in there, but there's only like usually three or four ranked, right? I was gonna, I was going to say Big Twelve's looking pretty good this year too. I mean, Kansas is always looking good. Big Big 12 has the most Baylor's usually pretty solid, schools they right can't, now. They can't finish either. Yeah. Baylor's like Tennessee. They can't finish. They'll get there. They'll make a good run. They peter out once it gets pucker time. What you got? Kind of like Ripper the Predictor. Oh! What? <laughs> they, pee, they, they get going and they peter out. They peter out in the end. <laughs> they can't finish. <laughs> no, no, no. That's never been an issue. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I told you all to hide the kids. So, you know. All right. Next, moving on. Um, Bust through the NFL. Blow through some NFL. What happened to the Eagles in Dallas last week? That's pretty easy. The Eagles' problem is Jalen Hurts is hurt. He can't run, and he becomes a very average quarterback when he's not dual threat. And Chinks ain't here. I mean, she would tell you the same thing. He's not a he's not a pocket passer. He's not going to stand back. What's his injury right he now? He his knee. His knee's all busted up. So when you know he's not going to take off and take those RPO type plays, boom. That yeah, they just rush him, or they don't have to rush. Him. Get him. They don't have to let him stand back there and just cover over the top because they don't have to worry about him scrambling out of there. Yeah, he needs the he needs yes. to go left and right. Yes, sure. that's their problem right now. You get him healthy, you'll see the same Eagles you saw in the first half of the season. Chiefs lost the Cowboys last week. Bad, yeah. like 33 to 13. It was bad. What happened? What happened? Cowboys. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm to sorry. Bill. So, I, I, I was still on what you were talking about. Sorry. They lost to the Bills. So and then, I, and I, then looked, I, I looked cry. at Dallas. On my notes, I looked at Dallas right above the Mahomes Chiefs. lost his mind there, huh? Yeah. Oh, he oh, didn't yeah. get the calls for once, and now he wants to whine. He basically said, well, they shouldn't have called the offside. What? It's a penalty. 
You're called a penalty. I don't give a damn what it is. And it was really offside for me. It already was. Yeah. But then, but then they were sitting there going, they were like, well, why didn't they call it the three times earlier in the game when he was there? I said, they just didn't see it. So don't give me that. Now you got the conspiracy theorists coming out saying it's all rigged, blah, blah, blah. Shut up. It's a penalty. Call a penalty. He's like, it's one of the greatest plays ever. Now won't nobody remember. That's right, because it wasn't a play. It was a penalty. Shut up. <laughs> God, I, I mean, I didn't should not – look, he never bothered me. He's now becoming very LeBron-esque. Have you – oh, don't do not do that. But LeBron-esque. Have you seen the dub oh. over when he's talking and it's – Oh, yes. It's hilarious. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm right here. Are Ravens are – Ra- are the Ravens going to win their, their conference? They're yes. going to the Super Bowl. They're going to the Super Bowl. All right now the Super Bowl. Did you call Detroit and the Ravens in the beginning yes. of the season? You no, the beginning of the season I said Detroit and Cincinnati. When Burrow went down, I go, nah, I don't see that. The Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's a big call, man. Well, they don't have to win the division to do so. Right now there are two games up yeah. in the division. we got five games left. Yeah, Four games sh- left. They're showing as the number one team yeah, yeah. In, right now. So. Number one in the AFC because everybody else keeps losing. Yeah. And I'm not a Ravens fan. I actually can't stand them, but they're going to win the Super Bowl. No. Okay. Lamar Jackson, their quarterback? Yeah, an Ohio team is going to st- prevent that from happening. Won't happen. He's a good quarterback, though, man. I, ever since he came on He is, season, but he also said, you know, at the beginning of the season that he was going to throw for 6,000 yards this year. I don't think he's going to hit four. Well, he's a running quarterback. He's, I mean, no, I mean, he's not just a running quarterback. He can throw it, but yeah, the numbers but, just aren't like he thought it would be. Yeah, he, 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 he can go left and right. He can go north, south, whatever he wants to do, right? Did I just say that? No, you're you laughing at me. No, I. Did I say something wrong there? No, I'm reading your list, and I'm going, why in the hell do you have the Buccaneers and Green Bay on this list? Because I love the Buccaneers. They're awful. Why would you put them? You might as well because put them. they're winning their division right now. Hey, are they? So they are They are seven, five seven. and seven or something like six that. And seven. Six and seven. Six and they're seven. Terrible. And they're winning their division. Yeah. That's sad. Well, no, they should be six and eight, right? They're six and seven. Hold on. I think they might be six games. and eight. Thirteen games. Thirteen? No, no. It's fourteen now. Oh, is it? No. Well, I'll tell you exactly. Whatever what it is. Are. So either seven and seven. Did they win this Sunday? Huh? Did they just win them on Sunday? They, I can't remember, man. That's your team. They are six and seven. <laughs> They're six and They're seven. They're six and seven. That's my the set. Falcons are six and he's seven. The Saints to, are six. They have a bye week. Man. He's trying to confuse me over here, man. Yeah, this year I think you do get two okay. buys. Okay. So the Saints, Falcons, and Tampa Bay are all six and seven. The Panthers are one and twelve. That's that division. Yeah. You, you, well, there's a strong division. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's Not. the strongest division in the NFL. That's Look, why it's the I hardest. I used to later. say that too, and I watched the Seattle Seahawks at seven and nine. Win a playoff game years ago. Last year, last year, last call, call. and last year I called Tampa Bay getting into the playoffs when they were like five and or four and seven or something like that because they were like second in their division. So I mean, this is not a hard place to play. Now we got to talk about San Francisco because somebody's over there staring at me like talk about San Francisco, and we always let our fans in for a minute. Tell me about San Francisco, man. How about they, they do have the highest power ranking right now in the NFL on 24-7 sports. So. I think we're in a great spot. Our defensive ends, man. I, we got Chase Young and uh, Bosa on where the other from? side. Where are they from? Yeah. You know, you know where they're from. You got to speak louder, man. This is a microphone. Oh, man. man. Okay, okay. We're uh, recording here. When you've been drinking real stuff at the bar, you guys are... Uh, Stella Arts. Oh, you got a shot over there, too? Okay, I don't know what it is. This is the noob. We're gonna call him the noob as the. Uh, this is his nickname. Okay. We all go by nicknames on the show. 
No, but I think we're in great shape, man. I, you know, uh, staying healthy is a uh, is a big thing this time of year, and um, if we stay healthy, I like our chances. I is mean, we Brock got, Purdy the answer? I mean, Brock Purdy. I tell you he what, he was the answer last season, man. If, like, he, if he doesn't I, you get know, hurt, anyone who's looking at Brock Purdy and saying, "Is he the answer?" Has no, I'm, not, I'm looking at you and asking you because you're the fan. I mean, I. I mean, he's he's the answer more than he anybody was great in Iowa State. Any other quarterback in the NFL? I mean, you got the best passer rating with every metric. I don't know how you can say he's not the answer. It would Am be I like, wrong? But didn't he also play linebacker in college and then moved to to quarterback? Man, that is that is information I don't have. But it, you need to do a little research okay. on quarterback. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? I don't want him to play uh, next to Fred Warner. Yeah. I, no, I'll, I'll take. I'll, I'll have Greenlaw going against. Uh, but, Philly's uh, but that, that that's just a mad man, uh, to his toughness. Listen, I was a Purdy fan last season after he came in. Like, happy there was three quarters way through the season, won the last four or five games, and then all of a sudden they get into the playoffs. I mean, that was really a good run, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was a fan, and then he couldn't hold the ball basically. But I was a fan. I was yeah, I don't, I don't think that was it. We're in the NFC Championship. You have somebody who. Uh, who has a freak injury and, and yeah. then you're and then your four straight no, goes saying, down. It's horrible. And then you have McCaffrey at quarterback. So I you know, I, I would like to say, hey, we got four games left. Let's stay healthy and uh hey, bring it big boys. We All got, right, we got it. All right, noob. What the fuck? What we do the a fuck? section called What the Fuck. And I'm gonna lead it off with my man Ripper. What the fuck, Ripper? What the fuck Predictor Ripper. Us, Ripper. All right. The predictor. So give it to me. Give Not prepared, good. but I'm, I got. I got one. Give it for to you. me, good big boy. Every team, who, <laughs> oh, every team in the AFC North above 500 in Week 15. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? That's pretty good. All right, Rebel. Could, this could be mine every week. What the fuck, NCAA? <laughs> All right. You, you pick, say that. It's like your fifth time saying that this season. You Go pick on. the Final Four. You just you look. Could you be any more cynical? They did it for ratings. They picked the teams for ratings. They picked the team so that less people could argue about a 12-team playoff next year. That drove the decisions on the final four that were in there. Now they're going to tell you that they picked the four best teams. I don't think they did that either because Texas shouldn't be there either. If you want my honest opinion. So therefore, what the fuck, NCAA? Quit being so damn patronizing to your fans and people who watch because they know exactly what you're doing. It's the dumbest thing. Not not throwing Florida State in there at least just because they are. Should have been Florida State undefeated. and Georgia. And Georgia didn't lose for three years. Two-time defending national champion losing the conference championship game by three points. And you can go. You go from one to six. Get out of here. I don't want to hear that crap. That's that's still that's they simple. lost to Alabama. I mean, we dropped and we didn't even play. <laughs> All right, what the fuck? I, I'm still. Kyle McCord going to Nebraska from Ohio State. I, I'm still trying to figure out why Ryan Day doesn't want to keep him as a starter. 11 and 1. That game again. The only game they lost was close against their arch rival Michigan. I just I don't get it. What the fuck? What the fuck? Which college football team surprises the most? We're gonna go out on a last call with which college football team surprises a lot of people next season. Compared to a, if you have a, they had a poor season or maybe even not so poor season this season, but 
What, which scene is going to surprise us the most? Rebel, you seem like you got an answer all I do, but for not what you're looking for. All right, go. It's to cleanse the Tigers. Because their decline continues next year. Their decline continues next year. Their decline year. continues You think next they, year. they're off the map completely, huh? If, they're you, done. You, well, no. Look, and, and the I... The legacy's over. I am, I am a big... Look, Dabo drives me crazy, but I like the purity of how he wants to coach the game. He can't keep coaching it. He can't keep being resistant to the rules that are in place now, or otherwise he becomes very irrelevant. So he, he's 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 a he's a freaking stone rock. He just in he the hates the NIL. He hates the portal. He hates all this kind of stuff. Which again, I, I that's we are one and the same. But he is so far behind on playing that game. They they decline further next year. That's a team surprises next year on the losing side. Yes. Good one. Smart choice. All right, Rebel or um, Ripper. All right, so improved offensive line play. Here we improved defensive line play. Bless America. (laughs) Doesn't win, but competes for the East. You're South Carolina Gamecocks, baby. (laughs) They have no skill players anymore. All right. Sellers at quarterback. That's about all they got. He, so, he's what, six foot tall? Six three. So the Gamecock, <laughs> hold on. I hope you're right. I the Gamecocks. Right. The, and, the, and the receiver, too. All right, come on. All right. Uh, Chief, we need hit me, man. Give it to me. I, I think next year you're going to see a super powerhouse Auburn. Super powerhouse Auburn? Auburn. I mean, they, they have a top... 15 recruiting class coming in. Yep. They they are getting some stuff in the portal as well. So you think off? I mean, I'm sure that Chopper would bounce. be Chopper would be thrilled. And I am going to say Nebraska Cornhuskers. Oh, here we go. There's going to be one homer pick in this. You off the? I double. didn't know you were a Buckeye fan. <laughs> Nebraska Cornhuskers. The Nebraska play, Buckeyes play in the in the Big Ten championship next year. No, they're not because they're they're not gonna have a chance. Yeah, you got USC, it's not gonna, you got Oregon, no you got Washington. Now. Yeah. Never mind. All right, so they're gonna do way better. They're gonna they're, they're gonna, gonna make a bowl games. game. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, man! I thought they were gonna win the. It's West gonna be so much harder now. It's gonna be so much harder now. We only God. had to be Iowa before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, never mind. I. I just blew my blew up my entire you just blew load. Yeah, <laughs> I blew my load all over your face. <laughs> don't <laughs> shot. Don't talk to Chief that way. <laughs> all right, this show has gone downhill. Small and large, and that was Damn, you said. man. <laughs> but Damn. it's all for fun. All right, and I made a drink too much, and when and when Choppers listen to this show, he's Shots gonna be advice, I guess. Yeah. So anyway, besides <laughs> that point, hey fans, hey. hey. But, but but there was a person that wasn't mentioned this entire show, and it warms my heart. Don't you say that freaking name. Think about it. You Taylor Swift! Oh, damn it! What did you do that for? Taylor Swift! <laughs> Can we get some words of wisdom from Taylor Swift tonight? No, we can't, because this is Guys in the Bar Talkers! Sports! Sports.